0: How's it going this week, everybody? So I'm having Sean on this week, and he came on to tell me about a bunch of paranormal occurrences that happened in his childhood home. There was even a local legend about a murder that took place in the house, and we actually dive into the history of that. I'm really glad he came on to share his story. Also, thanks to all of our members that have been signing up. We really appreciate it. If you go and head over to challengetheunknown.com, you can check it out for yourself, and you get access to episodes two weeks before they come out. Thanks for listening.
1: Hey, so first I wanna just say thank you um, for having me on. It's a pleasure to um, come on and kind of share this story. Um I'm currently uh fifty-one years old and this particular um incident that happened at a home that we lived in happened back in the eighties when I was a sophomore in high school. So this was probably about nineteen eighty six. Um my family, uh, moved to a house in a, uh, small suburb, um, outside of South of Pittsburgh. And I'll just kind of keep it. Um, I don't want to use any addresses or names out of respect to the families here, but, uh, I'll, I'll kind of explain some of the incidents that happened at this house that we stayed at. So during my, uh, first week there, um, I was out and meeting some of the teens that lived in the neighborhood. And, uh, you know, we got to talking and one of the guys, he was kind of a character. Um, he tells me that there was a murderer in the house that we moved into. And, you know, I, I really thought he was pulling my leg. Um, you know, it kind of took me by surprise, but I thought that, um, you know, he was just having some fun at my expense and, the other kids in the neighborhood, they were kind of going along with the story too. I just never really bought into it. I thought they were just trying to scare the new kid on the block here and uh, never really gave it much thought after that. Um,
0: So it was pretty much poking fun. You thought at first it was uh, very much like the classic ghost story. It wasn't, you didn't really buy into it?
1: Exactly. You know, I, I was very skeptical. I thought they were really just, they you know, trying to have a little fun at my expense here, but um, something that happened um, later was we got a newspaper, um, or we, we read a newspaper story that was printed about the unsolved mysteries in the area. And what kind of took us by surprise was there was the address of the house that we were living in. And what had happened there was, um, There was a guy who, he ended up getting shot. Um, Somebody in the house um, had gone downstairs. They had actually made themselves like a a cup of tea. And um, I think that they tried to actually turn the oven on to, um, you know, I guess hoping the house would go ablaze. Um, But that didn't happen. The body was discovered, but they never really found out who murdered the, uh, former homeowner. Um, when we read that, you know, it, it kind of hit home and like, you know, this kid's were, uh, you know,
0: kind of telling me the truth. So <laughs> there you go. That'll do it. Yeah. Uh, unsolved mystery. Yeah.
1: Exactly. So I guess a couple strange events that happened there at the house that uh, never really felt threatened or anything like that. It, it just seemed like there may have been some kind of presence there at the house. Um, so like one of the events that kind of sticks out in my mind, um, we had a screened in front porch and we would typically just latch that the door to the porch. So, you know, people couldn't get onto the park porch at all. And we would usually just go out the back door and lock it up and you know, come and go that way. Um, but one day, uh, my dad was already gone for work, and I think, if I recall correctly, my mom and I may have gone out to a grocery store or something. We came back through the back door, and to um, our surprise, there's a package um, that's on our front porch. It looked like it had been. I I can't recall if it was regular mail or UPS or or whatever, but um, there was a package here. And because this um, front-end porch was locked, there's no way, you know, somebody could have got a package that size onto the porch. So I think my mom, a little freaked out, she called to um, find out exactly what happened, how that package got delivered. And I think she finally got a hold of the... uh, the postalman that had delivered the package, um, or somebody from his company, and they had said, Yeah, there was somebody, a uh, gentleman there to open the door, seemed pretty friendly, let him set the package on the porch and, you know, closed the door back up. So
0: <laughs> well, that then.
1: one, we, we kind of scratched our head at, you know, there was nobody there. My dad was obviously at work. Um, We were we were just kind of floored by that.
0: (laughs) I mean that'll do it. That's really weird. You know, I I, someone who didn't live there answered the door for you. That's definitely unnerving.
1: Yeah, and I don't remember exactly. You know, like the package didn't have any meaning or significance to anything. It it was just a package that was delivered. But uh, that one kind of uh, took us by surprise. Um, I had some pets at home. I had a dog and a couple cats and um you know sometimes they would queue up and uh look at things that maybe you know weren't there. Like like the dog would run upstairs and start barking. There there was obviously nothing upstairs, you know. Um cats would kind of give a look at times like they're just like staring at something that's in the same room as you, but again there was nothing there so <laughs> and
0: that's uncomfortable for sure
1: oh yeah definitely it, at times even in the kitchen you know like we would have um just like silverware that would just rattle but n- nothing threatening just you know the strange events here mm. um now the one event that occurred that did kind of put a lot of fear into me um I was sleeping one evening and, um, it w- there wasn't any storms out. It was a pretty calm, quiet night. And, um, I remember just like waking up very late. It was probably about 2 AM. And, um, as I was opening my eyes, it just had this weird, ominous feeling like so- something's going to happen. And, and it literally did. There was like, almost like a flash. Of like blue light that just like came in the window and I, I had a uh, picture above the bed. It was, um, I, I can't recall if it was like a band poster or something, but it was, it was in glass and it, um, this blue light struck it and the glass kind of fell all over me in in my bed. And that, that really frightened me, you know? Um, but other than that, there wasn't anything that made me feel like, oh, there's there's like a presence here that's out to get me or anything like that. Um, I don't know, maybe that particular day moment or or something was um, coinciding with the um, person, the former homeowner, like when they were murdered. Um, but it, it was it was definitely a hair raising event there. Um,
0: that's crazy a, a blue a blue light of some sort comes into your room and then smashes a yeah i mean it's one thing to see something but for something physical to happen where something's broken afterwards is you know exactly. you know it's it's reassuring that something actually happened you weren't just imagining things that's really interesting
1: right and, and what made it very odd was um you know, it, it seemed like almost like a blue flash of lightning, but it seemed to originate from within the room. It wasn't like it came from outside into the house. It it literally just kind of originated in the room because for it to have come in, it would have had to have shattered the bedroom glass window. And it, that didn't occur. There was nothing there. It It literally just... Kind of originated in the room and then shattered the um, picture above my bed.
0: That's really, really interesting. That's that's a, that would be a crazy thing to experience. I would I would probably freak out if I you know was in your position for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, and other than that, things were were pretty quiet. Like I said, um, you know, I basically didn't feel that anything was out to get me or anything like that you know i actually felt sad for the victim um but not fear you know yeah and
0: yeah man i, so I go ahead i think that it's i i don't it doesn't sound like anything was really there to hurt you you know i uh, i did an interview a couple weeks ago it, the episode hasn't aired yet it's in it's in my backlogs the members have seen it because uh, it, it came out last week for members, but it'll come out, and I think actually next Saturday it'll come out, and I did an interview with a woman who lived on an Indiana farm, and during that time, her family experienced some really, really, really extreme things, and it was a great conversation. I love talking to her about it, but it got to the point where her family was so terrified they were all sleeping in the living room together. Yeah, and then um, it basically forced them to move out. Yeah, right, like for it to get that bad where the whole family's sleeping in the living room and just all kinds of really dark things were going on. And that's that's the real scary stuff where you start to get into that really dark, dark territory. She even said that her and, I can't remember if it was her sister or another family member went to see The Conjuring when it came out and Uh they they were crying because it was so similar to what they were experiencing in their house wow so but your your experience sounds pretty mild man you know it's it's definitely something that can't just be discounted in my opinion you know it's something definitely happened in that house you know one way or another experienced quite a few things there
1: yeah and i'm the type of person I'm, i'm usually skeptical when people say hey i had a paranormal experience but when it happens to you you know you you kind of take something from that and you're like it you know there is some kind of some weird events that take place out there
0: yeah and i mean you even got the shattered glass to prove it you know
1: exactly so, man. so go ahead just kind of a follow-up to this um it, this was probably maybe a year or two after that newspaper article with the un- local unsolved mysteries had been printed. Um, so the killer, the guy who actually had, had murdered the former homeowner, he, um, was several states away, he had gone to a church to make a confession to a priest. And during that, that confession, you know, he, um, I guess got a little weird that, you know, they, they ended up calling the police and he took off all his clothes and he had started confessing to not just this murder, but, um, a couple others as well. He, I guess he was a truck driver and he had, you know, visited different States, you know, doing his, um, truck driving job and, you know, literally, I guess along the routes at times he had taken out a couple of people, you know, uh, what his motivation was, that I, I can't tell you, but that's basically how this whole thing kind of ended. So I, excuse me, I really at this point, you know, hope that when the police got him, that the the, the the spirit or whatever of the um, former homeowner that he kind of got something out of this, you know, just maybe some kind of peace from it. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's kind of how that all kind of wrapped up.
0: Yeah, man, that's 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 a great story, and I think that you know I I do hope that whatever was was in that house kind of got some peace, whatever it was, you know whether it was that former homeowner or something else, but that was a great story, man. And, and I don't know what your thoughts of it are, but I think that at the end of the day, actually, let me ask you this. What do you think it it is? What do you think that this entity was? Do you think that it's, it's a ghost? And if you do, what do you th- where do you think they exist? Do they exist in, like, different light spectrums? Are they some type of interdimensional thing? What, what would your opinions on that be if you, if you would form one?
1: I almost feel that it was some kind of life force from the former homeowner. You know, he had uh, literally been murdered in his own home, you know, the, the shotgun. And, and probably the energy from that kind of kept... Um, Whatever of his spirit, you know, in the house is probably restless because for several years that guy that had killed him was, you know, on the run. Never, um, nothing ever came of it, you know, for a couple of years. So, so he, you know, that energy that he had was probably still resonating in the house.
0: I think that's a, a good way to put it, man. And. Is that, uh, that pretty much the, the full story from, from beginning to end?
1: That is. And if you don't mind, I actually have this kind of told in um, a book that I wrote. Um, there's actually a couple of books. It's a Haunts and Chills series.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: this particular story is in my Haunts and Chills 2 book. Um, essentially what this book series is, it's like... Um, kind of like your campfire type tales or twilight zone type tales are like 12 stories in each. But because this was a personal experience and this um, resonated with me, this, this wasn't a made up thing. This was something that I thought needed to be shared in that book. So I, I did include that as one of my stories.
0: Yeah, man. I think that's uh, I think that's great. And uh, if you want, actually, go ahead and send me. Uh, do you, where where do you uh, where's your book at? Is it is it on like, um, Audible or, or Amazon? It's on Amazon. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, actually, if you go ahead and send me a link, I'll I'll link that in the in the description for, <laughs> for the viewers, man. I think that uh, some people, especially in our audience, might definitely enjoy uh, a campfire story style book. Hundred percent. Great. So thanks for coming on, Sean, man. I really enjoyed having you on. I think that your story definitely needed to be told, and I'm sure there's some people that have had a handful of weird encounters just like you and your family did, and you know, hopefully they can find some direction from it.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on. That's, that's a